Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast. We're here for another bonus round. I am James Montamagno. And I am Michael Rivette. Ah, so soothing. Michael, it's been a long time since we had a bonus round, and this is our first bonus round, technically, because we renamed it again. <laughs> yeah, now we're really settling in now, I feel like, that we're finding our stride, and we are now called Bonus Round. <laughs> Yeah, and it makes sense. It's it's bonus round. It's very game oriented. Five dot five. What does that even mean? Yeah. No, I, I think we, we do need like a um a very bonus round announcer sound. So when we say, hey, we're back, blah, 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 bonus round, bonus round. And we can play it in the background. Bonus round. We need uh if you're a listener and want to contribute to the Nintendo Dispatch, <laughs> send your emails to Nintendo Dispatch at gmail.com with a sound clip. That'd be great. That would be awesome. It, I would, I, it would be awesome to use like people just send us a bunch of weird random ones. And we just plug it in every week that we do a bonus round. Bonus round. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so this week we wanted to discuss uh, a topic that we were going to add to last week's dispatch. But we thought it would make a really great bonus round because Michael and I play our Switch pretty dramatically differently. If you think about how the Switch was originally unveiled in 2016, it was kind of this best of all worlds right you had at home console tv console you had on the go or on the couch or multi uh player side by side and there was an interesting article this week on ars technica uh, that was interviewing nintendo's senior vice president for sales and marketing doug bowser yes doug bowser and it even says in the article yes really it is bowser <laughs> And uh, they were interviewing him and get some details about how people are playing their Switch and just a bunch of other different information. And he gave away this really interesting statistic, which is about 50% of the time the Switch is used in dock mode and 50% of the time it is away from the dock. Now, that means that you know they don't have statistics on tabletop mode versus handheld. So if the Joy-Cons are in or out, but they obviously track some of the statistical data. Um, and what's really cool is that he also highlighted some of the games that were played the most in each of them. So he said, um, surprisingly, titles like Just Dance, for instance, one of my favorite games of all time, is played in docked mode, while games like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild are more equally balanced. So I thought that was really interesting and leads to a good conversation of like, how do we play our dock and how do we feel about docked versus undocked? I really, I mean, to me, you know, just dance. I have never played it. It seems like you have to be docked, right? Like you, you're not going to play that in handheld, are you? Well, you could play it in tabletop mode. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I guess tabletop would be considered, you know, quote unquote handheld. So, um, yeah, that is interesting. I, I will start by saying I was primarily a undocked player. Um, I, you know, I, I was just on the road a lot and I loved having my switch undocked. It just happened to be always how I had it. And it wasn't until I got a pro controller that i started to play around with it more in the docked state and now i would say i'm i probably fall very firmly in the 50 50 or even maybe majority of the time it's docked now you know maybe like a 60 40 um but yeah i i have kind of flipped that switch and and now go more docked 
interesting that I, so I have a conundrum of sorts when it comes to playing on the television, which is often two issues. One, we are in a smaller apartment, uh, H, uh, Heather, Heather and I, and that causes spatial things, right? We're, we're in a space sure. and we need a to share that space. space. Yep. We are literally in a shared space, one place. We have one television, so only one television, which means that if I want to play the switch on the television, I either have to be home from work early or it has to be, you know, for me, you know, Heather is maybe is not by the television doing her own thing or she's taking a bath or something, you know, mm-hmm. or out with her friends so I can play on the TV. Not that she wouldn't let me play on the TV, but, you know, for me, it's just You're trying to I be considerate. How, yeah. Yep. And the biggest issue really isn't so much that the TV's being used. It's that there's a lot of noise that comes from the television in that mode. Um, I get around this on the Xbox one because I can plug in a headset into it, into the little adapter thing. And that will work pretty nice and stream the audio to my headset. But we'll talk about that a little bit later, but that's one of the issues that had arisen around it. So I will say that I play my Nintendo switch 95% undocked portable mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides you just dance. Are- you are more of a uh, the minority on this then. You, you're not the 50-50. I am not. No. And in fact, if you take that 95%, I would say that 95% of that 95% is portable mode and not even tabletop mode. Tabletop mode to me, I would never really do that by myself. I use tabletop mode for the Labo because you basically have to if you're just having it there making the cardboard. That's really the only game we did try to play tabletop mode, like on the go with just dance one time, but the screen is too small and you're far away. Mm -hmm. So that was the mode where, where it makes more sense to play that would be a game like Mario Kart or maybe NBA playgrounds where you want to have two players playing it or snipper clips. And it's not a whole lot going on on the screen, but even then you kind of kind of hunch around it. I would like to see, if I had a friend over and we we're playing back to back, like maybe the new Mario Party game, I could see that being played undocked in tabletop mode quite a bit. But yeah, I am almost all the time playing five inches from my face. Just like I'm sorry, I just moved away from the mic, but literally five. I, I brought the switch closer to my face. That's what happened. I have it in front of me. <laughs> uh, I have it in front of me with my blue and uh, neon red Joy Cons, mm-hmm. and that's how I play. I don't. I just to me, I have a nice case that was the very first thing that i got right so for me i also take it to work almost every day and the biggest part of that was having a nice case where i felt very comfortable putting it in my backpack and leaving it around the apartment so that i have a waterfield case it's about a 50 dollars case and i simply love it it's it's beautiful i sent you a link earlier that was the first step to going almost all portable And honestly, that's the biggest, the whole thing around this is that I don't even play my Xbox at all, like at all. Like I turned it on accidentally and I turned it off because I wanted to update, but I, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm more likely to play my PC because it's off in a corner with my headset than I am. But the switch opens up this whole other world to me that was never, that hasn't been possible in quite a few years. Okay. So here's something else that I've just recently started experimenting with. And I think it will, it's, it's very exciting to me. So I love 
the portability of the switch obviously i have been playing a docked but um there are certain issues with that and one of them as you said was the lack of headphones so whether you buy a third party sort of dongle thing that allows you to use a bluetooth headset so that you can play it or you just go without a headset um, this becomes problematic for me anyway in my experience where i'll have maybe you know it's hot here so maybe i have a fan going or maybe the ac is going or maybe there's something going on around the house that's just making noise and i'm not hearing the game um, you know, the footsteps in Fortnite or something like that, that I need to hear to kind of play the game as to the best of my abilities. So without being able to put a headset on, I'm going to play it on the Xbox because that I can put my headset on. Mm. So I do think that's a problem. I do think there's, there are solutions, you know, people are coming out with third party products that'll solve this. One of the things that I recently played around with though, that I think is extremely exciting is I've turned, I was using my phone as a hotspot and I was playing Fortnite and Splatoon 2. I tried it with both while sitting in a, a random parking lot somewhere um, just to see if it would it sounds work. Creepy. It sounds totally so creepy. Sounds so creepy. Yeah, so creepy. But I wanted to see, you know, if I can get away from Wi-Fi, maybe I'm in a passenger as a, in a car or something like that, right? Or I'm on a train or something. Um can I still play the games that I that I'm very comfortable playing with at home? And it worked awesome. It, there was no problems. It streamed it super clean. Um, I didn't see any hiccuping. I didn't see any like any issues whatsoever. So to me, that is now taking this already extremely portable device, and now you just open up an entirely new world, right? So you have companies like Capcom playing with the idea of streaming a game like uh, Resident Evil let's say they start they decide that that is a, a viable option for some of these more graphic intense games well one of the big complaints against that was oh you always have to play a docked because that's where you're going to have your internet and that's the only thing that's going to work but now i'm thinking well what if i'm playing a game like that that's maybe not a competitive type game but it is a resident evil with saves and things I can now stream, use my phone's hotspot, my unlimited data to stream this game on a switch anywhere now, anywhere I have the availability of my phone service. That mm -hmm. is, that's now that got me super excited because that to me opened up, you know, a lot more possibilities with the switch. I already loved it anyway, but there was a lot of times I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I definitely, I can't play Fortnite or I can't play some of these online games that I, that I'm really enjoying because I don't have a way, I don't have Wi-Fi, and now I do. And it, and it worked great. So. Yeah. One thing that I would actually like Nintendo to do, they did this with the 3ds, but they made 3d, 3ds zones, Wi-Fi zones. So all mcdonald's and i think starbucks is at one time were they actually had it so you could download demos to your 3ds and they all became street pass areas too like over time it was really quite quite cool but it would essentially auto connect to the wi-fi it'd be like i'm a 3ds i'm gonna bypass all this stuff and automatically connect wow. now yeah yeah it's really it was a really cool idea because just how things were working together that's how my phone works with Google Fi, the Google's mm -hmm. network, because it just automatically connects to known places and it'll bypass logins or if it can, like when you go to Starbucks. But that's the thing is I want to go into a Starbucks and just magically have it work with the Wi-Fi. 
and I'm like you, I have been traveling a lot and I connect to our, our boss or our, you know, our boss system. Or when I go into the office, uh, I'll connect to the, the work email and it'll auto log in with that. But it almost makes me want it and wish that it had a cell phone chip inside of it. Like, I think I would, I like, I think cause I carry it around so much when I'm in your scenario, I, I would probably just pay for like a Nintendo switch. a month SIM card in it. I think I Mm -hmm. legitimately carry it around that much, but it's cool to hear that it worked well with your tethered hotspot because once you connect once, you just turn it on and it works, right? Yep. Now all I have to do is put my hotspot on and now it'll connect to that. Now... Do you, did it use a lot of data? Like that, I guess that's my question. Do you know? I don't know. I haven't checked my records yet. I want to test it a little bit more and I want to see, like I want to, I only ran it a couple of times, like a couple minutes each game. I didn't even play a full match. So what I want to do Mm. is I want to like actually really start to test it. Right. So say, okay, here's the times I'm doing it. I want to see when, um, you know, so I can go back against the records and say, well, what did it do like how how much data is it using because i i don't really worry about my data being on unlimited but i'm sure at some point they're gonna you know they're gonna um maybe not let you have yeah they're gonna cap it right so you're not gonna get the speeds that you were getting before and i very rarely use my my phone as a hotspot. it just doesn't doesn't happen that often but in this case i'm i do want to play a few rounds and see if I notice over time if it starts to hiccup, maybe that you know if they start sort of capping it or doing anything like that, or if it's using just crazy levels of data. I want to see um, because obviously you have to have your phone plugged in too, because now you're going to be draining that battery real quick. So you do have to have some things to consider. But with my phone plugged into my to my truck, um, hotspot on, just no other Wi-Fi around to to be connected to it. It worked great. That's really cool, especially I know you go camping and go boating mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's pretty ideal to be like, I'm just going to bring my switch and go on. There. No, do you have a nice case or what's your my you switch? I case? do. Yep. I have a case and I have this like the screen protector. I have the Nintendo branded uh, case on it with, you know, some of the card slots for the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's that's padded. So it, it definitely does its job and it's thin. It's not like a huge form factor, which I I don't want it to be giant because I'm I'm obviously it's going in my bag and I need to be able to carry other things as well. So this this is like the actual Switch branded case and it's got like a padded top and bottom to help protect it and it's you know felt or whatever inside. And then I have the the glass screen protector on there. So it's fairly robust um to kind of keep it safe. I you know I I baby it anyway, but I don't worry about it in my bag or anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah. I also am in a good place where I don't feel worried if I bring it around or do anything. Um, my biggest concern, my biggest issue is that I, I, I'm in this weird conundrum currently, which is that I have a Google pixel two, which has no headphone jack. And I have a USB C adapter. Like they really want you to use Bluetooth, right? You, you have mm-hmm. an, an iPhone, I don't know if you have a new, new iPhone, but the new, new iPhones also don't have headphone jacks. And the switch as of today, I can't connect things to. So I, I, I carry around my headphones, Bluetooth headphones, and my USB-C adapter. And the USB-C adapter, by the way, does not work with the switch. So there's no audio that can come from the switch's USB, as far as I can tell, via normal mechanisms like I use for my phone. 
because it does have an audio jack. So my biggest concern is when I'm actually doing things around the house is I do have to have my headphones plugged in, which means if I, if I set it down, I have to take them off. I could rip mm-hmm. it off or, you know, if I forget it, not listening to audio. So that's kind of my downside of the undocked situation on the go is that I'm sometimes around a lot of people and I can't have it be really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have that issue or kind of how you deal with it or do you just plug little buds into it or what's your deal? Yeah, I just actually because I, you know, I have my my iPhone and with that, I almost always have like the little Apple earbuds that go with it. So I just plug those right in to the switch and just use it that way. Um, It sounds great. It does the job and it's just not a ton of stuff to carry around. Um, But I I think that. In time, I will be switching over to everything be Bluetooth because that would solve my issue with not being able to play Switch in a loud place like if it is docked, which to me, that's the only thing that I have an issue with. I, or, or I wish the uh, Switch Pro controller had sort of an audio jack built into it that allowed you to play it that way. So maybe you could still just wear your buds and plug it in the controller, kind of like a Microsoft Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it's not, it's never been a huge issue with me. I have noticed some games and I only noticed it on undocked, but I have played some games Fortnite, funny enough, is one of them that the max volume doesn't seem to be as loud as other games. Mm. And I run into this issue every once in a while. There's been a couple of games where I'm like, is this turned all the way up? Because it just doesn't seem like that game set to a, the same level of volume as other games do. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's what's going on there, but that sometimes becomes an issue. So where I may normally play, you know, a a game and it's just totally fine having it, the volume up, there'll be that another game that with the same volume setting, I have to wear headphones because I just can't hear it. Mm. I definitely have had some similar things with the audio, which is highly upsetting because I listen to things really loud. Mm -hmm. Now there is a mode under the system settings. It's called lower max headphone volume. That you can turn on or off and you want it to be off because they actually cap the max volume to 60% that the system can go to. Mm-hmm. I think when you go and do it the first time it asks you. So I have that off currently, which means I can go louder, but there are some games for sure that just aren't as loud. And that seems to me also like just using my phone. I've, I've had it where different games are different levels, mm-hmm. but I wish that there was, I, I just I know that it's a safety concern to not let people make the volume as loud as humanly possible, but mm-hmm. I can basically make my television as loud as humanly possible. So like, <laughs> like even I know like you, when, when you're using your, the speakers of the switch, you don't want to turn it too high cause you don't want to blow the speakers. So they have to be the smallest, tiniest speakers in the world. Right. Um, I mean, I guess buds are too, but they, you don't want to hurt that. But for me, when I, put in my earbuds like let me turn it up so if there is a game that the volume's lower then i can adjust that but yeah yeah i mean i and i and i'm assuming it's some sort of development side thing where maybe the game isn't optimized or isn't built for the because my guess would be whatever the hardware that's in there has got to it's got to be able to whatever the max volume is that is built into the switch has got to be less than the speaker they put in. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge like audio, audio file, but I would assume if, if the software has to be built in like as a safety against blowing out their hardware, 
I, I assume so. I, I assume so. Yeah. Same thing. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's, uh, that's where we are. Right. So I, I will say that the switch pro has made me more of a docked player. I think that's been a, a direct correlation for me. And I will say I don't own a Switch Pro controller at all, uh, so I can't comment. Though there are some times when I do do the dog dog head controller where I mm-hmm. wish that I had a better controller. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there are times where another way that I, I am, and maybe you're different, and uh, this could be one of our final discussion points, is I play for like 10 to 60 minutes. Like I never mm-hmm. play more than an hour. It's It would be so rare and I think maybe that's why I'm really into the portable undocked is that at any time I can pick up for five to 10 to 20 minutes and then put it back down where I feel like if I'm playing on the TV, it's a production, right? It's like a whole, ooh, whole thing. You're settling in. I'm settling in. Yeah. And I, and I am that way. Like I would say probably on average, I, I pick it up and play it when I can. Right. So it's like a 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, but ideally when I sit down to play, I'm setting aside a chunk of time. That is my TV time. That is my relaxing time. That is my whatever time. So I will set aside a couple hours because, you know, as we've talked in the regular episodes, I'm playing battle chasers and this is a long Mm. RPG. If I only play this game in like 10 to 20 increment, 20 minute increments, it's going to take me literally six years to beat this game. So I I do commit a larger period of time when I play. And I think that also contributes to my my current love of like the Switch Pro controller because it feels more it's it's oddly very similar to like the Xbox controller, which I also enjoy that controller. Um, it just feels like a good controller. And I I look forward to playing on that. And I and I do love the Switch in handheld, but um, when I'm playing long periods of time, I, I like having it. That makes sense. That, that makes sense that it would, based on your playtime, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, yeah, I think, I think that's, that is the thing is when I'm in handheld mode, my hands do kind of cramp up a little. We talked about some other extensions and controllers and things coming out that maybe address audio or grippage. And I think after about an hour or an hour and a half, I'm just kind of like, all right, I so want to put it down. Yeah, it's like hard to explain. It's, you know, anybody that's got a Switch and that's used the Switch, right? It's, it isn't uncomfortable. I would never say that this is uncomfortable. It feels very good to hold this. But yeah. when I hold my Switch, so I have my pointer fingers on the top two buttons and sometimes maybe the next fingers and then your thumbs are hitting the button. But the two or three fingers on each hand holding the Switch, not your pointers, those for me eventually... Um, start to feel numb because they're not moving for one. And the way the switch sits in my hand, like in my palms, I think that it kind of just sort of, it feels like if you get pins and needles, it's not to that extreme, but it does. I do start to feel that way after, you know, an extended play of handheld mode. Um, And I, and I absolutely love using it that way, but I think that's one of those problems where it's like, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta kind of take a break from this for a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you ever do what Nintendo showed in the original trailers, which is either go from television to portable or portable to television? Like, do you ever do the active switching? That's what I'm gonna call I it. D- active I switching. have. Oh yeah. I have okay. done it, and it always feels like I'm going to break it every time <laughs> I do it. I because. 
in my mind it feels like if you took a game out while it was playing yeah. that's always what's happening in my head i'm like oh my god it's like somebody just ripped a nintendo game out of the and yes <laughs> you know it's like a mid play and that's always what it feels like and it obviously it doesn't work that way with this but it, it does give me like this weird anxiety every time i pull it out of that dock and i'm like oh wow it just it just switched over it's it's there this is amazing um it doesn't happen a lot, but it definitely has happened a couple of times. Yeah. I usually, to be honest, it's when I'm just going to go to the bathroom <laughs> and I just pick it up and I bring it to the bathroom with me. <laughs> it, it is, it, it is amazing that it works. And I, I, I often, what I'll do is I will, I'll have it out and then I'll be putting it away. I'll be putting it away in the dock and then mm. the television switches because I have like, oh, yeah. the, and I'm like, Oh, interesting. And then, I'll, and then, It'll go like back or whatever after a few seconds. I haven't touched anything, that, but it's that's pretty a cool. Great point. Mm-hmm. It's a great point too because I'm curious, and I've never noticed this with my old PlayStation or with Xbox. So if I turn my Xbox on, I, my source doesn't change, right? It's just like oh, it's just running behind. And I have to change the source. When I turn my, like, say I hit the home button on my Pro controller and the and the switch is docked. Not only does it turn my Nintendo on. It changes the source on my TV to the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So like I literally hit one button and boom, I'm good to go. And I'm I don't know what they did that makes it do that, but I love that. I wish my Xbox did that. Yeah, that is uh HDMI CEC. That's what it's That's called. what allows it to like once it gets a connection, it automatically jumps to it. Yeah, so the the CEC is uh, what is it called? Uh consumer electronics control. Hmm. It is uh, something that's been built into televisions and HDMI for a long time, uh, but a lot of things don't implement it correctly or um, just don't implement it all. Like the Xbox doesn't implement it, I don't think at all, but some things have different things. So for instance, if you were to turn up the volume like in like on the switch, it would like adjust. I don't know if it does actually adjust the volume of your TV, but that was the idea is that different things can interact each other with, like with it. Um, and, and that totally works. Yeah. So it auto switches HDMI. They also have it for the power state too. So the, the HDMI cable is, this, is for all in, for all intentional purposes, sending little packets of information about what's happening on the television and the switch back and forth. So it's almost like a little, little handshake back and forth, which Mm -hmm. is pretty cute. So, um, whether that's good or bad, uh, if you wanted to do it, I really like it. I think it's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I hit the one button. It wakes up my switch and it changes my TV. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about on doctor versus on No, I think that was a very, surprisingly thorough conversation about something I thought would take 10 minutes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I think, I think it is interesting because that's what the switch is for. And I, I'm, I'm always intrigued to, to hear what people think. So when we post this episode, we'll also post a Twitter poll for, you know, a few days and let us know how you're playing it. Uh, docked, undocked, tabletop. What's your top pick? How do you like to play your, your switch? So let us know. You'll follow us at uh, at Dispatch Podcast on Twitter. You can follow me at James Montemagno, Michael at MS Rivette. And until next time, this has been another bonus round. <laughs> Love it. Bye.